the Brown and Balanced Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm your girl, Stephanie. And this podcast was created to provide a safe space and have healthy conversations. Where we expose you to our friendship of 16 years and we balance motherhood, friendships, and becoming entrepreneurs. Thank you for listening to the show. Back to execution time. My bills are paid. Hi, what's up you guys? Welcome back to another episode with the Brown and Balanced Podcast. Our bills are paid. That's the Asian. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> she playing right. I didn't say my name. No. Oh my God. I am the Asian. I'm the Asian. Because your bills is paid. You got confused. I'm the Asian. My bills are paid. And my name is Stephanie. My bills is paid. <laughs> I like that. We should start saying that. That should be the new intro. Like, and then when we have a guest, my name is da da da, and my bills are paid. We should say random stuff. <laughs> yep. I like that every time. Hey, my name is my name is Stephanie, and I like. Exactly. (laughs) My name is Deja, and I'm addicted to. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, I don't even know where that was going. That's why I say. Oh no, I don't. I don't know what I'm addicted to. I'm addicted to God. Period. You know what? But thank you guys for tuning back into another episode. You know we crazy. So we are crazy. I told y'all we never gonna start this off unhinged. The way that y'all want us to. Okay, you'll get used. It's always gonna be a good time. And a fun time. I'm not here for a long time. For a good time. For a good time. All right, Deasa. So what's going on, girl? What you been up to? What's tea? What's tea, boo? What's tea? Got some good news. Some good news. news, Oh, I wish I had some good news. Oh, I do. (laughs) I'm getting a little bonus on my chizik. Okay. (laughs) You know, because I can have me. That's what I'm saying. Money. So I feel like I can have a little fun young. Oh, I like that. That made me think of fun young stuff. Yeah. So I got some money young, so I can have some fun young. <laughs> and no bun yuns. No bun yuns. These buns is on. <laughs> no. Uh, restricted. It's a drought. Out of stock. It's a drought. I ain't it's got a it drought for sure. I, I ain't, ain't even got, got it in me. me no more. I ain't even got it on me no more. That's what I'm saying. I ain't, I ain't got, got it on me. me. I left it at the crib. I left it at the crib. <laughs> well, it no. It how about this? I left it in 2023. Listen, I she, off. She ain't coming back no more. First of all, if we gonna be honest, I left her in 2022. Yeah, she ain't coming back up. Yeah, she go. Listen, it's a wrap. But that's good though. Clink, clink. I wish I had a paycheck. They played us on our little um, bonuses. Yeah, shout out to my job. I almost said the name of my job. I'm never revealing that. Oh, yeah, no, no, not at all. Never but revealing that. Because y'all gonna think somebody the plug, and I'm not. Okay, don't ask me. Look, can you get me in your job? They're going to be sending us DMs Listen, and I can't. I've been asking Deasia since four years. I tried. <laughs> I did try. And by the <laughs> grace of God, I'm still here four years later. And I'm blessed for her. So <laughs> I'm blessed for her. I'm but our goal is to be entrepreneur. So. Okay, so I was just like, you know what? It's all good. But like on some funny stuff, side note, you guys. So some stuff that I've been up to. This is so random. I saw like a casting call, you guys, for <laughs> all the queens men. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I could be a bottle girl. Like, I Period. can do this. And, like, it's not as if I never actually took acting classes. Like, I took improv classes in college. You know what I mean? Like, I had to create a I'm actually good at writing scripts, y'all. Like, for real, for real. We both are really talented when it comes Dude, to writing. We are. Though. Like, when it comes to words, like. Y'all, at one point, we almost paper. was going to uh, write a book together. Yeah, she got her book, and I had my started. I had started my book. We had. What was the book that we was writing? Grimy. Yep, Grimy. It was about it. a stripper that had got killed. And we were trying to figure out who killed her. 
Oh, that book was getting good. I still it got, was getting I still good. Got the manuscript, mm, actually. We might, we might have to pick up on that. I, I might have to finish, finish that thing. Oh, it was real thing. good. I was, the vibe for that one was going. Like, if anybody ever read, like, Coldest Winter Ever, it was, like, kind of like that. Oh, I love the Coldest Winter Ever kid book. Can we talk about how we ain't had no business reading that book at, like, 11? 11, 12 years well, old? Well, I was just more disappointed with the sequels. Because I was, like, the... Oh, the sequels like, was terrible. I, I did, like, Midnight, though. Midnight was boring to me. Okay, did you ever... Portia's story was okay. Can can we just talk about how I always wanted Midnight to, like, be a real person? Like, can I was waiting... about how no, the I was picture waiting. from his book did not match the picture? That's like, what I'm saying, but, but like, like, that's what I'm saying, in my head, like, and I wanted it to, like, come into existence, like, how fine he was gonna look. You know who I pictured? Who? Who you pictured? What's that dude now? What he playing on? Um... Did you, I hope y'all read this book or y'all ain't gonna have no idea what okay, we're talking you, about. You remember Girls Trip? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You talking yes, about Kofi? Yes, you talking yes, about Kofi? Yes, yeah. Exactly. In my mind. Perfect person. Perfect person because that's who I yeah, thought about too. So really? yeah, we in alignment for sure. Oh, that's that's exactly who came to mind. No oh, other person. Cover, I was like, ugh. Like, ugh, who is that? That's it? That's who, who is that? <laughs> Like, girl, he looked like one of the boys off Seven Mile. Like, girl, bye. But, anyway, um, I wanted to say. Case, I'm going to get the casting call. We're going to see that. Why don't you apply to be in one of these Tubi movies? Would you be in a Tubi movie? I definitely would. I definitely would be in a Tubi girl, movie, don't you too. Act? Don't you still want to act? I let my dreams go, y'all. Girl, she went to school for a whole theater. Like, I'm so. Girl. I went to school for communications and theater, and theater arts. Yeah. Girl, you got to get back to it. It was in between. But. See, I feel like I, your your goals and your dreams can change. Would I still want to like explore acting? Of course, because I just know that I was a star from the time my mama had me. That I was a star, and it's been prophesied over my life that I was gonna be on TV. On TV doing what? I don't know. I'm hoping that is podcasting because that's where that I'm at right now. But yeah, I could definitely. And then when I see. Some like certain people in movies and TV shows, and I'm not just talking about Tubi. I'd be like, seriously, seriously, oh, like yes, yeah, like I know that I can do this. Oh, I can like cry. seriously, I, can cry too. I know that I can do this. Oh my god, girl, give me a scene, girl. Okay, just give me a scene. Oh, don't let me reenact the color purple, y'all, because I, I, I kill Sophia part. Come on, I kill Sophia part. <laughs> but yeah, I used to love um theater. I had a big passion for that. Um, when I was in the was that my twelfth grade year? Yep, my twelfth grade year. I had made my own monologue. And it was about a teenage girl that had got pregnant. I had like the whole pregnancy belly and everything. Um, I want to say I think I came in either number two or number three, like third place, like in the talent show. Because we had a talent show for it. And that was my talent. I wanted to do the monologue. So, yeah, that's a little little background about me. I was a little starer for a good little 10 minutes and made my own monologue. That was dope. And I'm so mad that nobody recorded that. Like, how y'all not record? I had the whole pregnancy belly and everything. Mm. Oh, the kids were so ignorant when I had to call the boy and tell him I was pregnant. They're like, that's my baby. Like, so ignorant. As <laughs> the pappy. That's in my boss. And, and shout out to all of the Tubi actors, too, though. I want to say this. I don't like how, like, people really be trying to comfort them and making it like they not doing nothing. Because the fact they that... Tu- you. 
they doing more than you for one and two i love how it gives black creators the opportunity to create and for us to finally have our own platform but and it showcases all the many different talents that we do that have. we do have that's what i'm saying that we can we write that we can roles, produce we dramatic roles we yes we can do both all these different things and it's really inspirational, honestly. When it you, is. When it's somebody that you know, somebody from your hood. Somebody That's what I'm saying. That makes it. I mean, if, if, if it don't inspire you, it inspires the it is. Me. It inspires <laughs> me. I love to see it. Like, I love to see I it. I love to see people win. Even if it's not me winning, I love to see A win is a win. A win <laughs> is a win. And a win for the black community should be a win for all of us. When one make it, we all make it. But that kind of brings me to a point, too, though. Like, why is it that when some people make it or they get out of their situation, they kind of gatekeep? I don't like that. The people, this is the thing that bothers me. People gatekeep as if it's going to stop their bag. That part. That's what I'm saying. Like, share the wealth. Share the knowledge. That's that's the purpose of Brown and Balance, though. And that's why I can't wait till we start having guests on here because I want you guys to be able to learn from stuff. Like, we want to share the spotlight with everybody. It's so many, like, black business owners and people out here in the world that's just doing their thing and just in the city of Detroit mm -hmm. that I want to put the spotlight on. Like, forget like forget me for two seconds. Of course, you know, we are the stars of this show. But when it's time to share the light, I definitely want to share that with other people. Of course, I mean, I want to broadcast everything. You broadcast us, we broadcast you. Yes. That's, that's how it works. The network Networking. Network. But that's how you see your people win, though. That's yes, how you see it your is. Community win. That's how you see change in your community. Yes. When you guys work together. When we keep going against each other or we have all this secret animosity and mm -hmm. jealousy, like, oh, why this girl get to do this and she thinks she all that? Because, no, you just married because she got blessed before you. And that's so crazy. That the blessing wasn't coming, though. And that's what's so crazy. When you are connected to certain people, first of all, I'll just use myself for example. Like, God, love, and grace will be extended to everybody. So if God has favor over me, you better believe by you being connected to me, you're going to be blessed next. It's like you're right next door to me. We on the same neighborhood. We on the same block. We getting it together. Like, when God bless me, you next up. It's as simple as that. So I don't understand why people be jealous of other people or comparison, comparing themselves to other people. I always say that, you know, comparison is the thief of joy oh, it because is. it's taken away from you and what you actually could be doing because you're so focused on what somebody else is doing. And you don't know what that person had to go through to get to where they are. So, like, seriously, shout out to all of the people that's out there doing doing their thing on Tubi. Okay. I want to I want to talk to some of the Tubi actresses. We, met her. we did and i wanted to bring her on the podcast i told her about the podcast before the podcast had even started and she was oh, like yeah, yeah i do it that was last year and she said yes yeah, she would do it i'm gonna have to slide in her dms like hey girl you remember me okay no i'm being so no serious. i'm being so serious too like sliding her dms like I hey mean, besides it just robbing you and she had a story too we talked and we had nice. prayed she was nice yeah she had a story but that's what I'm saying. It should draw inspiration for you to do more. It should. Like, when you see people online, you have to understand that you got to celebrate every win. Mm -hmm. You can't make yourself feel so small because your win wasn't as big as theirs. Yeah. That just means that it wasn't your time yet. God is t God times everything. Ooh. So it's, it's all God's timing. So if you trust in the process... And you have faith in God and you have that relationship with God and you don't have nothing to worry about. That's mm -hmm. a contradiction if you're worried. Yeah. Who worries when you got faith? Because if God is for you, who is against you? 
And what's for you is always going to be for and you. And can't nobody distract you from that or take, the, take that nobody away Nobody is going to be able to take that away from you. And if God removed anything you from you, you're robbing yourself. And you're robbing yourself of it. Because you so focused on somebody else that you're taking away the opportunity to have your opportunity. But that's what happens, though. Like, people's journeys are always different. Mm -hmm. So they always going to look different depending on where they started. Yeah. So that person may have started in a terrible, dark space. And God pulled them out and gave them something else to look forward to. You could be starting from somewhere else where you're not in such a bad position. For you, it may be. But not such a bad position where you are not functioning or where you can't mm -hmm. call on him for help. God is always here to help us. I think people fail to realize that if we just give God the wheel, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, you are steering me and you are guiding me into mm -hmm. where you know that I belong. Mm -hmm. not where i think i belong where i belong where you know i belong where i yeah. you know where i fit you're i'm the puzzle piece that's why he <laughs> says that you know my plans are not your plans because if it was up to us we would try to do everything that we want to do and it wouldn't be a part of god's will and his plan for our lives and that's probably why most people don't end up getting to their destiny or reaching their purpose because they're trying to do everything their way and not god's way and where I'm at in my life in the season that I'm in, I'm just trying to be obedient to his will. I don't want nothing that God does not want for me. That's just like when we just talked about, for example, like me being an actress and stuff like that. That's something that I wanted. But if that was supposed to happen, you know, it, it, it probably would have happened. Happen, or if it will happen, because mm -hmm. it could happen later on. Say, but I can good. always say that I, I didn't really try to pursue that like after high school, not after I didn't end up going to Columbia. I ain't gonna lie, I got really discouraged. Once I didn't get to go to the college that I wanted to, I got real discouraged. When I had to come back here to Detroit, I was sad. I was so sad. I hated it. You think that's why you gave up on it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I kind of like lost hope for myself a little bit. That's crazy that we talking about this. Yeah, I did. I, I, I can truly be honest. I kind of like lost hope and lost my lost my way as far as my faith. It wasn't, of course, until um, 2019, like with me cultivating and getting this relationship with God that I see things more clear now, okay. like for my life, because I did go through a time period where I just felt extremely lost. Like I didn't even know what I was doing. All I knew that all I knew is that I was just doing my best with what I had. I was just hustling and bustling, trying to get through school, working multiple jobs and just trying to figure out my life. But once I got back here, I was not it's like I was motivated, but I wasn't I, I had forgot about my dreams. I was just trying to survive at that point like i was just trying to make sure that i was able to have money in my pocket get a car and just the basic regular regular life like i had kind of forgot about my dreams and i always been a very ambitious person but yeah once i got back with god he kind of showed me that you know but look how far you came though like, oh yeah for discipline sure. is like the backbone of success so mm -hmm. if you are disciplined within yourself and you know what you want mm -hmm. you can achieve anything so if you ever decided like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should look back into acting. Mm -hmm. Maybe at that time, man, I've been the right time for you. And like I said, God's plan is not our plans. Mm -mm. So it's like just because you may think that you're ready doesn't mm -hmm. mean that God thinks you're ready. Mm -hmm. So God Exactly, because you got to... I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> you good. I, I was about to say you could finish mm -hmm. unless I made you lose your train of thought. No, I was just going to say you have to go through the preparation season. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now too, though, because... I know that, at least for me, what I always wanted to do was anything regarding TV entertainment. It didn't necessarily have to just stop at acting. Like, I always wanted to um, 
do like TV broadcasting or writing or writing scripts or writing my own plays. Anything that had to do with like a camera, whether that was me in front of the scenes or behind the scenes. I always knew that I wanted to do something with a microphone. And this is so crazy that we're talking about this because... God has been preparing me my entire life and I did not know. And it's taken for us to have this conversation for me to bring this to the forefront like with you guys. I'll never forget um, the very first black history um, project that I recall doing was with my grandma. And um, she taught me about Oprah Winfrey. This this is just one that I remember. And I remember seeing Oprah Winfrey, um, beautiful chocolate woman. Got her own TV show. You know, I'm learning Money. all this stuff about her. Money. <laughs> uh, a billionaire. For, first of all, she had a microphone. And I didn't see too many people that looked like me, like in entertainment. And the fact that she had her own television show. My grandma don't know what she did to me at that young age. That sparked something in me. It made me feel like, oh, I can be just like her. You know, so all my life I had wanted to be like Oprah Winfrey. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have my own TV show. I want to be talking. You know, I want to be motivating people. I want to help other girls. Then especially with the way that I grew up, I'm like, I got something to say. So, You know what would be inspiring me is like when I see like all these celebrities mm -hmm. that we look up to now. Mm -hmm. And when we look at their background story, if you ever do research on a celebrity. Yeah. And you get to see where they started from. Like, okay. Like Samuel Jackson, mm. he didn't get his first break until he was damn near forty. Yes, I know it. Like, I think it was like forty three. And it's like imagine all the interviews, all the auditions, like trial. Especially trial. then, there's no camera in your face think either you, to document think that about experience. All the other actors going up for the yes. same roles. And, and, he, and he was struggling with his speech. That's what I'm saying. And limited opportunities too. Yes. Because it took a long time for black people to even get in front to of get, a screen wait, wait, for us to get, to get recognized. To get yes. out of stereotypical roles of drug dealers, pimps, hoes. Especially the pimps because that's all they had back in the 70s. That's all they had in the Murphy's, 70s. drug dealers, That's what I'm saying. To get out of and in the 90s too, yeah. To be an yep. actual protagonist in the field. Yes. We yes. were always backgrounds. Uh, loose cannons we was like yeah here you had like a little cameo yep. boom one line cool. exactly no. or you the waiter and you coming to serve this white person yep no like seriously that one scene <laughs> can i get you a water you want water sir water <laughs> thirsty but what? i'm saying though like he had to have faith doing us dirty but that's the, that's that's what we're bringing that up is because he had to have faith to keep going yes like okay me and the just read a book that she this was actually her month so she picked out a book for Tamitha, uh, Tabitha. Oh, Brown. last month. Yeah, yeah last for month. feeding uh -huh. your soul. Great Ooh, book. That book was so inspiring. But what I'm saying is, in her book, it basically kind of like an autobiography. So mm -hmm. if you guys like Tabitha Brown, shout out to you, girlfriend. Yes, shout, shout out, out to, to you. Bro. And that's your business. <laughs> okay, because that's your business. Because you waited 22 years to get to your business, boo. And Let's we are give so Tabitha Brown proud a round of applause. Shout out to Tabitha Brown. And, you, and all those people. Was around her, including her husband, including her friends. Her Nobody family, could her see the vision how she seen it. Nobody believed in her, and she had to keep nope. forcing people to see her vision. And once she got to the point where she was fed up of trying to convince everybody else to see it, she yeah. said, "You know what? It don't matter if you don't see it. It's gonna happen, and then you gonna you gonna be living it." And it's so crazy because I swear to God, it's crazy that you just mentioned that. Yesterday, I was just watching an interview on a podcast with her and Kevin Hart, and he was asking her how he how she got to that point, and she said that freedom. 
That was her answer. She said, once I started living more freely and living for stop me caring. and stop caring about what other people thought about me and conditioning myself to fit into those roles and to fit into those rooms, that's when God started taking care of me the most. You have to be the one to step out of that because God created you the way that he wanted you to be. He knew you when you were in your mother's womb. So now you have to get to a place where you know you and you love you and that you'll be able to walk in your truth and in your light. Because when you walk in your truth, nobody can take that from you. Okay. And then that's when all of the blessings are going to start to fall into place is when you when you finally accept that and accept where you are and accept that you are he is and that he mm -hmm. loves you truly for who you are. So that's why I said preparation because that was then. My grandma was put in a position to be able to introduce me to God, to introduce me to the microphone. And now here I am 20 something years later with my best friend that I met in middle school on a microphone, having a podcast, having these conversations. If you told us back then that we was going to be podcasters, no. Like, if what? anybody told us that, like, we'd be like, what? What's a podcast? But that was preparation. Mm. All of the times that you was in um, college and you had to write them papers, Stephanie, preparation. Oh, listen, y'all. I used to write a lot of stories in English. Quotes, I just. Okay, <laughs> okay she's going to think I'm a creep. I just wrote. No, say it. I just, Too late. Say it. Facebook shared a memory. I just read her article that she wrote for Obama. Such a good article. For real, for real. Seriously, I read the whole thing again. I got a lot of... Uh, she wrote that in 2017. Got, you know what, y'all? I don't think I ever shared that, but I wrote for the Eastern Echo newspaper in college. So, like, I've been published... Clap for yourself. Like, yeah, Clap like, for yourself. Like, I, I was published in, like, the arts and entertainment, and I did a lot of the field reporting, which is, you know... If y'all don't know what field reporting is, I just mean on the scene. It's <laughs> <laughs> so on the scene. Yeah. You know, then we had to write it up and everything. Mm -hmm. Damn, I didn't even think about nothing. That's like that. preparation, though. It was, and I didn't even think about it. That's preparation I, I always, for all of this I now. I always told myself that I wanted to be a storyteller. Yeah. And you, know and you that, do so good on this podcast with sharing stories, too, though. <laughs> and you probably didn't think that you would share your no, stories I, this way. You know what? I never saw myself in this position because I never thought that anybody cared enough of what I had to say. But, but it's because of God is the Jesus. reason why I'm here. You know what I mean? Like... Y'all don't understand my faith. Made me cry. My, my relationship with God is just so strong that mm. just like a lot of those other celebrities that we look up to, we I I had to personally stop putting myself sabotaging my mindset. Mm -hmm. I had to stop feeling like I wasn't good enough to be a writer, to create a book, to write mm -hmm. a story, to share any of my experiences because oh who am I? I'm just a regular girl. Like so everybody has a testimony. Mm -hmm. And it's just that relationship where the girl walk with God is going to allow you every to see those things. Yeah, every, your testimony. every yes. test, every experience, every lesson is a testimony. Mm -hmm. And it may not, you may not have thought of it as a testimony in that moment. In that moment. Because you had to get yeah. through it first. Yep. But once you get through it and you can actually take a look and be like, damn, I didn't think I was going to make it through. But look at me now. And you'll be like, damn, I didn't know I was that strong. Yeah. I didn't know I was that smart. And a lot of times. We don't even be thinking highly enough. Mm 
We don't. We don't God enough want for. way more for us than we be really wanting for ourselves. Again, that's why it goes back to girl. You be laughing like, at our dreams. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, not big enough. Want. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I can do that. I can do that. You can have that but, tomorrow, but but what I really got for you was this. Like we're not dreaming big enough. We're not thinking big enough. Like we're really just thinking like small. That's why you just said like your know. plans is not my plans because the plans that I have for you is gonna be beyond your imagination. It's gonna be way bigger. Like oh, you just want a podcast? No, I want you to touch millions. I want you to be going across seas. I want you to be doing this, that, and the third stuff that you just couldn't even see. But that's where your faith have to rely in that. Mm -hmm. Because faith is all things hoped for. And you can't see it. You don't know when it's going to happen. You just got to trust that it is going to happen. And you got to trust the process. And you got to go through the journey. And throughout my entire life, I have just trusted God with my life. That's how I got to this point is because I just trusted him. Even when I wasn't as close with him the way that I needed to be, I came back to him. And once I came back to him, that's when life got better for me. That's when my finances got better. That's when self-love got better. That's when clarity became into, into play. Ever since I cultivate that relationship and came back to him, everything is so much more clear now. I will never doubt myself again. I will never doubt my goals, my dreams, what God has for me. Because when I say he's been providing, I mean providing. Like, I have not a worry. Like, oh, even God down to like. these doors, you don't even think it's open for you. You be like, this ain't even got my name written on it, but it's open. It wasn't. Put your name on it. Okay. Put your name on it. It be in invisible ink. You ain't even know. Put your name okay. on it. When God is live your son. Alright. But. Huh? Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> but I'm saying though. Like. It's amazing that when you. Step back and actually give your life to God. Where. How much you can achieve. Like. Man. I'm going to tell you right now. My last relationship. When I broke up, this was 2018? Yeah. 2018. And I bought my very first car myself in 2019. And listen, I know that sounds so small, y'all, but it was big for me because... It was big. It was the first time... I'm going to tell you what's crazy about that. This is what's crazy. It's because the year before, when I was in my relationship, Mm -hmm. me and my ex, we had a whole conversation around tax season about putting our funds together mm-hmm. to buy a car together and i and in my mind and i'm so thankful i thank god so mm-hmm. much that i did not go through with that oh yeah but in my covered mind you. girl covered me covered me because he already covered knew i was you. gonna have a covered you crazy yeah <sighs> baby when i tell you when you think that you know what you're doing you don't and that's fine i think it's beauty and not knowing because all you can do is just trust God. Right. Like that's, I think that's so beautiful and so, it's. When you take all those man, thoughts out, when you take all the, take, the worry take, out. Take me and off, even the plans equation. and stuff. Take and you trying to plan equation. everything. Like just take all of that out. Because he already got it set up for you. He already you. covered it. He already know everything that he has for your life. That's all, Girl, that's all that having a relationship so is. And a lot of people get intimidated by that. But once you get to know him for yourself and you build that relationship again, as you pray more and as you continue to talk to him, he's going to make your pathway more clear. The reason why we went the wrong way is because we wasn't clear at the time. We, wasn't we didn't have him. We didn't know him. We wasn't communicating with him the way that we should have. You know, we wasn't showing up for him the way that he was showing up for us. Ooh, but now that I show up for him, you know, everything is aligning better. Oh! <laughs> 
It's your face. It's the ooh. I'm Come trying, on. I was trying oh. to do it on the pot. Then we used to be doing our snapping. Snap, 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 snap. I got a lot of nails. Yeah. Girl, them sound ooh. Crunchy in people here. <laughs> no, that was so beautiful. Like It's the truth. It is because when you just take yourself out the equation and you just tell God, you know what? You handle it. You got it. I you damn that it, with you everything. Got, you got it, BG. <laughs> that's how everything that got removed y'all heard my last testimony about the car when i kept Amen. on getting them them notifications i said this is not mine this does not belong to me you have to start speaking dominion over your life and say this don't belong to me literally oh, it could be this, it could be something as simple as a bill. i was just about oh, to say I that i was just about to say it could be I, something as simple as a dte bill but it's done it's paid but it's done I do the same thing with the DTE bills or if something yeah. that's passed through. God, you already got it taken care of. I don't even know why these people sending this to me. Student loans. Joseph, you want to talk to God because, listen, Mr. Body. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> you want to come get it from God. <laughs> she said, <laughs> <laughs> come get it from Big G. No, for real, because he got it. It's already taken care, taken care of. <laughs> Paid it to Calvary. Joseph, it's done. Listen, Joseph. It's done. It's done. Listen, I'd be dusting my hands off. Written, written because, off, wrote off. Listen, if I let it go to God, baby, it's that's it's it. It's no that's longer it. my concern anymore. It's, it's no longer it's my like concern a, it's like anymore. It's like a weight lifted off your shoulders, like a like it a boulder. is, and that like, and that should be with anything. That should be with anything. What, people, if you, I was just about to say that jobs. that should be with anything. Oh, Once you God. just say, God, you got it. He's going to remove it and he's going to handle it. Don't be sitting over Ooh, here stressing about nobody. Man. Don't be worrying about why that man ain't call you back or text you. God got it. He got it. Okay. Let it go. Go to bed. For a reason. Sleep peacefully. Stop Ooh. worrying about it. Stop disrupting your own life and your own peace because you're so attached and worried about what everybody else doing. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm hungry. Oh, no. My stomach is growling. Oh, no. And I don't know if y'all can hear it through this I microphone. Heard it, I heard it. But I got to get some food. I'm trying to get y'all a word and I'm hungry. Look, I'm over, here, I'm over here trying to feed y'all and I'm hungry. I'm trying to feed y'all spiritually oh. right now and I'm hungry. Oh, in the natural. And it keep growling. Oh I can't even get through my dang old sermon right now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> and I done worked out on a on doing fasted cardio. I done woke up and ain't ate nothing. Oh, oh Jesus, it's bad. Oh Jesus, Listen but wait, I just gotta say something though. Who said that when your stomach growl that mean you hungry? How we know it that don't mean that your stomach is settling, digesting. Yes, or disrupted by something that you ate. Who said that that mean that you hungry? What if I'm not hungry? Well, scientifically. How do I know I'm not hungry? Scientifically, though? it could mean a number of things. You got an ulcer for all you know. Oh God. No, I'm not saying it, but I'm mm. saying like any stomach issues. You can have to boo boo. You don't know. Listen, y'all, right. I watch too much Grey's Anatomy. Don't ask me nothing because I'm a think. Not Grey's Anatomy. Listen, this is the appendix. <laughs> Not you got your uh, degree through Netflix. I need the MRI. <laughs> I need five CCs. That threw me off, but the relationship with God. God hears your heart. He hears your stomach. Too. He hears my stomach too. Please come down here and bring my me child. something to eat. Please, body. DoorDash. Send somebody to my to this location to bring me some food, please. Cause I'm starving right now. 
Good. And I know my God wouldn't let me be hungry. So I'm going to do a part two to this. And we're going to continue to talk about relationships with God, walking by faith. No, I really do want to talk to y'all about walking by faith and not by sight. So please stay tuned for a part two. And we're going to literally pick up where we left off at. And we're going to talk about walking by faith and not by sight. So I hope y'all get y'all was fed today. I hope y'all get some real food. I hope y'all take care of yourself. Oh, yes. Feed in the soul. Shout out to Tabitha Brown. This was a beautiful conversation. And I hope that you guys did leave um, inspired. We love you. We love you. And we're going to catch you next time. We're about to go eat. Bye. 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 Oh, great.